Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today we're going to be talking about all things Christmas. I'm going to be telling you about how I'm a Scrooge, how I actually got a new Christmas tree, which I'm really excited about, my new awkward conversation starters, and we're going to be talking about the overrated and underrated things about Christmas. So, obviously, Christmas is in a few days. I feel like I just haven't felt that Christmassy this year at all. I haven't really been able to get into the Christmas vibe of things. When it snowed, I thought that was really Christmassy. I loved it. But it only snowed for, like, half a night. I wish it snowed for longer because I just I love it when it snows so much. Like, it really just fills me with joy. It brings me, like, right back to when I was, like, seven years old and I would look out my window and the whole street would be covered in snow and my mum would come in and go it's a snow day and then we'd all get back in our beds and just sleep for the rest of the day and then we'd watch Christmas movies like that was incredible but it's just kind of lost the magic a little bit now like now like in London especially like things don't really stop because of the snow so it just like everyone just has to like walk through it and drive through it and it turns into grey sludge and my mum's not there to tell me to get back into bed and <laughs> It just does lose its magic a little bit, and I just feel like Christmas and it's like itself loses its magic a bit. But I've never been like a huge, a huge fan of Christmas anyway. Like, it's not. I mean, I like it because I get to see my family and I go home and stuff. But apart from that, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a Scrooge actually. Um. However, saying that, I did put up a Christmas tree last year. It was my first time like in my own flat for Christmas last year it was like the first time I was in like my own flat for Christmas and I decided I was gonna get a Christmas tree don't know why because like I don't spend Christmas in London I obviously go back to Ireland but I was like oh may as well I'm gonna be here for like the whole month of December so I go get myself a Christmas tree and I decided to get a fake one not too sure why I did that because I don't like fake Christmas trees and I hate the way they feel there was something like basically I put I went to where did I go Curry's? I think not Curry's. That's like a computer shop, isn't it? What's that thing called? Home base. I went to Home base. No Home base. I went to Home base and I bought myself a fucking expensive Christmas tree. Like I think it was nearly like three hundred pounds or something. Maybe I got ripped off, but like I thought that was kind of crazy. But I kind of justified it to be like, oh, it's it's my first ever Christmas tree. Like it's important that I buy it, and then I'll, I'll buy the expensive one and I'll have it for the rest of my life. And it looked shit. And I posted a YouTube video putting up my Christmas tree and everyone was like, that is so shit. And I was just absolutely embarrassed. I was so embarrassed with my Christmas tree. I regretted spending 300 pounds on it. I was like, I can't bring it back now because I've taken it out of the box and like taken all the stickers off and put it up. And it just looks shit. And it doesn't have a Christmas tree smell. And like, I just felt like anyone that entered my flat was looking at it just thinking that that's a shit Christmas tree I, I would have rather have no Christmas tree so this year I was like you know what I'm not putting up I'm not putting the Christmas tree up I did bring it with me when I moved so it is in my like flat at the minute like tucked away in the depths of a cupboard where I never have to see it because I hate the way it feels on my skin oh my god taking that Christmas tree down and putting it up like the way it felt on my skin sometimes I, I feel like really really horribly overstimulated and I like I, I don't know what it is I don't know why it is like, if my hair is wet or my hair is tangled in some way, and I touch cotton, I literally, like, my whole body, like, I, I, I want to cry and scream and take all my clothes off. Don't ask me why. I don't understand. Like, I'm sure someone listening to this will understand. Like, sometimes I just feel really overstimulated, and then if I touch a material that I don't particularly like the feeling of when I feel overstimulated already, it makes me feel crazy. And taking that Christmas tree down, the feeling of it on my skin, like, scratching on my skin, that, like, plastic tree feeling was horrible horrible it's like you know when you ever get in the bath and your fingers get a bit wrinkly and then you touch the toil 
it's not a nice feeling and for normal people like they they like that like it's it's just not a very nice feeling but you'll be able to do it i literally cannot touch the toil if i feel a bit wrinkly don't understand why um but yeah that so i was scarred from the feeling of the christmas tree so i was like not putting it up this year first of all like shit and second of all i'm scarred from the way it felt on my skin and then i was like walking along the road the other day and i felt so unchristmassy and i was like what can i do here that's gonna make me feel christmasy i bought a real christmas tree also like 200 pounds why am I being fucking robbed by Christmas trees? I don't even fucking like Christmas. I don't know why I'm buying so many Christmas trees. But I did buy a Christmas tree, put it in the car, brought it back to my house, and I put little bows on it. And I was like, you know what? This is nice. Because last year, I think the reason I hated my Christmas tree so much as well. So there's just a long list of reasons why I fucking hated my Christmas tree. I didn't have any bubbles. And I really, really like at my family home we have like bobbles that we've like collected like over the years and I feel like you know I, I I know every single bobble that I have in my family Christmas tree off by heart and I know the reason that we have it whereas like I obviously last year when I bought a Christmas tree I didn't have any bobbles so I just went to Sainsbury's and bought like a a pack of of like 14 Christmas bobbles and put them on my tray and it looked so shit and I didn't want to do that anymore and like I'm not gonna I, I just I'm not gonna collect Christmas bobbles it's just not something I like collecting and I don't think I ever will collect I also think they're ugly. Sorry if that's offended anyone, but I think Christmas baubles are... I think Christmas, like, a, a classic Christmas tree is ugly. A tree with tinsel on it and red and gold baubles. Disgusting, absolutely disgusting. However, my Christmas tree this year is quite nice because I've just put little, like, nice warm-toned fairy lights. If you've got cool-toned fairy lights on, you need to seriously sort yourself out. Warm-toned fairy lights and then just little, like, gold ribbon tied and little cutesy bows around. And I was like, this is perfect. This is all I need. This is nice. Not, it's not... It's not saying too much, but it's saying enough. Some things I like to collect, speaking of collecting things. <laughs> I love collecting a shot glass. I love collecting shot glass. I love collecting lighters. What else do I love collecting? Um, no, that's it. Shot glasses and lighters. I love a shot glass every time I go on holiday. Oh, ashtrays. I don't even smoke cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes makes me feel disgusting. Like, I do, I'm not a cigarette smoker. But don't hold me to that, though, because you might catch me on a night out one time smoking a cigarette. It's, and I won't be enjoying it. It'll be purely just, like, for the aesthetic of, like, looking like... A, it, the aesthetic is looking like a loser who's going to die early because you're smoking cigarettes. It's not good for you. But, like, sometimes I do just smoke it for, just just for the vibe. It's not a vibe. It's so lame. But like, yeah, so just don't hold me to that if you ever see me smoking a cigarette. But I fucking hate them. They're disgusting. They're horrible. Um, But I, for some reason, love buying ashtrays. It's like a passion. I was actually at an event last night. It was quite a like fancy event. But I just, like, I was, like, I've, I've been trying not to drink at events as I fucking bring up every fucking podcast. Like, it's so annoying. But at the start, I found it really, really hard. And I kind of tried to not speak too much. But now I'm like... I'm like really hyper aware of what I'm saying. So I'm trying to make conversation with loads of people. This is actually really embarrassing that I'm even saying this. I think I've got tears in my eyes for some reason because I'm just reflecting on how cringe this was. But like, I've been trying to like make conversation with people and be a bit more confident at these events because usually I use a bit of alcohol for the confidence. But I've just been trying to, you know, get some conversation pointers out there. Um, So recently I've been asking people, oh my God, this is so fucking weird. Why am I doing this? I, I literally feel like I'm about to cry. Sorry. There's tears in my eyes right now. I've been saying to people, if you could wake up to one thing on Christmas morning, what would you want to wake up to? Like, what the fuck? That's like the kind of like thing you like look up on Google, like how to start a conversation with someone and that comes up. And that's what I've been fucking doing. I've been asking people and I've actually been like loving people's like answers. Ignore the tears. I'm feeling like really emotionally unstable today. Um, 
but I was asking people like everyone last night like what would you want to wake up to and everyone was giving me all their answers someone said that they wish they could wake up and be able to drive and have a car because she can't drive and she doesn't have a car uh I said a pony like a Shetland pony that has just been my dream it's been my lifelong dream like I know someday I will wake up on Christmas and there will be a Shetland pony waiting for me because I'm just like manifesting it I used to like beg my mum I'd be like mum we can keep it in the back garden be real here and she'd be like Olivia please I used to say that I would like ride it to the shop there was a co-op near us I used to be like if it need like obviously the horse would need exercise I'll just ride it to the shop tie it up outside get my milk and get back on the horse and come home that was my fucking dream going to the co-op on a horse someday I will make that dream come true um but yeah that is the one thing I wish to wake up for on Christmas morning I have actually asked my mum for my Christmas present this year because sometimes I find fucking love her if you're listening to this Paula god love you um I would say love my dad too, which I obviously do, but my dad has nothing to do with the presents. He is not the present buyer of the family. I feel like that's quite common in families that the mum does all the present buying. My mum tries, but sometimes she just doesn't hit the nail on the head with the presents. And then I feel terrible because I feel like my mum, I, I, I do not like my mum spending money on me. Like I don't, really, I don't like my parents spending money on me at all, unless it's for my phone bill. I was actually speaking about this today. Like I am like financially independent from my parents and I don't like them spending money on me like they fucking like funded my life for a long long time completely funded it so I feel like now it's my turn to give back now that I make money so I like I don't like them spending money on me and I like buying them presents um however the one the well, actually two things I refuse to ever pay for for my whole entire life like I, I'm sorry I, up until my parents god forbid pass away they will be paying this for me my phone bill never paying it I refuse <laughs> like I it's just not something that's gonna ever happen to me and I know like that's so fucking mean to like make my dad pay for my phone bill and like I should just do it but I just like for some reason I'm, I'm physically incapable of of sending I'm sure he's waiting for the text someday for me to just text me like hey dad like I'll pay the phone bill from now on but I'm just like I can't do it. The second I do that, I will be a full-blown adult. The other thing I refuse to do is get my own Netflix. I'm using my family Netflix the day I die. Like, me, my brother and sister, will all have, like, large families, grandchildren, and I hope that we all still share the same Netflix, which is my dad's Netflix. Sorry, Dad. My dad still pays my phone bill and my Netflix bill. Going back to presents, my mom always, like, she... First of all, she buys me presents and I don't want her to because I'm like, you've, you've done enough. Like, you used to fill a full stocking for me every single year. Like, you don't need to buy me presents anymore. Like, I can buy my own things that I need. Um, but she still insists because she loves me uh, and she wants to get me presents. But, yeah, she sometimes doesn't hit the nail on the head. And then I'm like, well, that's just a waste of money, Paula. Like, next time just ask me what I need. Ask me what my favourite makeup product is. So now I, I've started to tell her what I like and what I actually need. Like, maybe like a a beauty favourite that I've ran out of or something and I need refilled. But this year, I actually asked her for a cooking a cooking lesson, I think. You know Anna Paul? She's a TikToker. She's Australian. I actually love her. If you don't watch her, you should go watch her. She, like, does vlogs on TikTok. And she did a TikTok the other day where her and, like, her brother and her boyfriend and her mum all went to a cooking class, an Italian cooking class. And it just looked, like, so much fun. And they made, like, really yummy focaccia. They made homemade ravioli like tomato sauce and it just oh it looked so nice and I was like I want to do that so badly because then you get to eat all the food and it just looked like a fun time like you get to eat yummy food and you also get to learn a skill and have a have a good time 
drink some wine. There was wine as well. Not that I really like wine, but I just, I just thought it looked amazing. Um, and I really wanted to do it. So I asked my mum to find me a vegan cooking class in London. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because obviously like the I, I wanted to do that Italian one so badly. But pasta has egg in it, like fresh pasta that you made. Like the one that you put in the cupboard doesn't have egg in it. But like, you know, like tortellini that you have to put in the fridge that has like, egg in it. And like the one that they made in this class definitely had egg in it. And like, I, I feel like it will be hard to find a vegan, a vegan like, nice cooking class but if I find one well if my mum finds one because I've told her that's what I want for Christmas like if she got me like two tickets to a cooking class and I could bring my boyfriend then I feel like that would just be a fucking hoot a fantastic date night idea so if she finds something I will let you know because that is what that's what I've asked for for Christmas it's just like sometimes I just think that it might be a little bit of a waste of money and I just want to spoil her rot and I don't want her to try buy me presents because I'm a, I'm a hard person to buy presents for because I do have a lot of the things like if if I want or need something I'm I'm in a very privileged position that I do like have money from my job that I'm able to go buy myself things like I I I don't I don't wait until Christmas like I like I used to whenever I was like in school and stuff I would wait until Christmas when I actually want, needed something I would wait and then ask for it for Christmas do you know what I mean but now I, like I don't really do that so then I'm quite difficult to buy for so she does her best actually go you Paula I do think that my favourite thing about Christmas is, like, the gift giving. I love giving gifts now. I used to be very much a receiver. I used to love receiving gifts on Christmas. Like, that was my one thing I looked forward to about Christmas was getting gifts in the morning. I know I feel like the one thing I look forward to is giving gifts to people because I actually kind of, like, think about it sometimes now. Like, I really, like, I, I enjoy buying gifts for people. Something I never thought I would say because I'm quite... I feel like I'm quite selfish in that way. Well, I definitely used to be, but now I love buying gifts. Um, but that's the only really thing I look forward to for Christmas and seeing my family. Like I don't, I don't really look forward to any other element. Um, so I feel like Christmas to me is like quite overrated. But I wanted to like ask you guys your opinion, like if you think it's underrated or overrated, or maybe it's just like it gets a little bit less exciting with age. I mean, like when you were very very young and you believed in santa like christmas was the most oh my god sorry someone could be listening to this and still believe in santa santa could very well be real like why why not why does santa have to be not real why does santa have to be not real but god has to be do you know what i mean what's the difference between the two do you know two made up characters we just choose to believe that one is more realistic to believe does that make sense that was just a thought anyway (laughs) But yeah, I just wanted to see like what you guys think of Christmas because I don't know if I'm just being a bit of a scrooge. Anyway, let's see. Okay, someone said my favourite thing about Christmas is just seeing everyone from home. I do get you. That's actually like one of my favourite things. Well, because I don't really like when I think of Christmas, I think of Christmas Day, but I don't actually see any of my friends and stuff on Christmas Day. But seeing like all my school friends is really, really nice because usually when I go back to Belfast, it's like at a really random time, like for my mum's birthday, my dad's birthday or something. And all my friends from Belfast are away at university. So obviously it's really, really nice at Christmas time because everyone's back from university and it's literally like, I don't know, it's just so much fun. And we all go to the same pub bar thing like every single Christmas Eve and like all my friends, because I've had the same friends since I was like literally nine, I think. Like very, very, very young. I mean, my friend Susie, I've been friends with her since I was about three years old. But like I've kept the same friends like my whole life. So it's just so nice. And like, it's it's weird with my school friends because like I genuinely like the only time I really get to see them as a group is at Christmas. I keep like I obviously keep in touch with everyone, but like and I see my friend Susie and like 
there's a few of them that will like come over and visit me in London and stuff but the rest like you do like it, it's it is weird like obviously I'm not as close to my school friends like as a group because there was a lot there was a big group of us there was like eight people and when I moved away like we did we well everyone moved away we all went to like different universities and stuff not that I went to university um but like you do grow apart but like when you see them again it's like you literally haven't left school it's so weird. I love it so much. I, I love seeing them. I have so much fun with them. And it's like, I don't know, it literally feels like not a day has passed since we last saw each other. Every time we see each other at Christmas, it's so good. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. That is like, that. I think that's an underrated, like Christmas Eve, like that night out is such an underrated night. I think that's like one of my favourite nights to go out. Christmas Eve, I think it's the best night ever. It's just so nostalgic. <laughs> Someone said Christmas food is the worst. Now, I've spoken about this a lot. I have said that Christmas food is overrated, like, meticulously on this podcast. So I'm not going to get into it too much. But there are some things I just want to say that I'm just like, why? Okay, so so it's a Christian holiday. So is this Christmas dinner that we have in the UK, is this, like, worldwide Christians eat the same kind of food? I don't know, because I was just thinking about it. It's fucking bizarre. Cranberry sauce, don't get it. Why would you want berry? Like, is it is it like a berry puree? I've never tried it. So this is just, I do this a lot. I say I hate something and then I've never actually tried it. Um, but like, to me, that's just berry puree. Like, it may as well be like strawberry sauce. Why would I want strawberry sauce on my roast dinner? Don't get it. Turkey, don't like turkey. It's dry. It's, I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. It's just like dry and flavorless. And like, maybe it's just my mom doesn't really season it that well but I just never really liked it like I when I ate meat I was much more a chicken person over turkey any day what else do I think is weird uh Christmas pudding disgusting and I have a big sweet tooth and I'm usually not that picky with desserts I mean anything goes with me but Christmas pudding raisins and currants and then don't you pour alcohol over it and then set it on fire fucked up that I do not want alcohol on my chocolate cake. Is it chocolate? What even the fuck is it? I'm just like, I'm not... A, I love raisins. Put a bowl of raisins in front of me. I'm demolishing it. I absolutely love them. Like, you know the little sunbeer boxes that you used to get in school? Oh! When you put raisins in a cardboard box, it tastes so much better. But um, I have this thing against raisins in sweet things. Like, there is nothing more devastating to me when I see what I think is a chocolate chip cookie and I take it out to take a bite and it's a fucking raisin cookie like that is devastating um so I think because of that I have this like vendetta against raisins in things so like Christmas pudding is just an absolute no-go for me um eggnog horrible mulled wine horrible I mean obviously you're in, you're allowed to like it if you like it this is just my opinion I just hot wine Hot Ribena, obviously I'm going to get behind that. Like hot squash, delicious. Love it. Really brings, like, it's it's a nice, warm, sweet drink. Why, like, if I was, like, going out in the booze, like, would you see me asking the bartender to make my spicy margarita warm? No, you wouldn't. So that's why I just don't get mulled wine. There's a lot of, like, weird Christmas foods that I've just never really wrapped my head around. So I completely agree with you. Christmas food is overrated. Sorry, guys, I'm actually just, like, I was just thinking about it. What is the difference between... A Christmas dinner and a roast dinner. So I've actually just looked it up. And I've looked up BBC Good Food. And it's telling me all about what's in a Christmas dinner compared to a roast. And and it's giving me so many more foods that I can just publicly say I absolutely hate. Stuffing. 
Hot crazy. Never liked stuffing. Sue me. Take me away. I just like... I don't like the texture of it, I don't think. I also don't know if I've ever tried it. <laughs> I just, I, I literally haven't tried it. I lie through my teeth. Don't believe anything I say. I was like, I don't like the texture of it. Shut up, Olivia. You don't even know what it tastes like. I've never tried something before. Um, another thing I hate, bread sauce. Who thought to make that? What even is it? What what What's a bread sauce? People who like don't know what it, like... If you had to explain someone who's never, like an alien came down to earth, not even an alien, just someone that doesn't really know what Christmas is, and you had to tell them that you have a, a roast dinner with, with bread sauce, they'd be fucking horrified, and I know they would. One thing I do really like about Christmas dinner is, what's it called? Pigs and blanket. This, that. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with, with that. You know, I can't eat them anymore, but when I could, that that was my plate mostly consisted of pigs and blankets and... I love Brussels sprouts. I am a Brussels sprouts kind of gal. I mean, originally I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? Get it away from me. But then my mum made them really, really nicely. Like, you know, if you like, I think she used to like do them with bacon or something. You can make them really, really nice. And like, it's all about how they're prepared. Uh, So then I really started liking them that way. And then I just started to begin to like the flavour because I was eating it so much. So now I can just eat a boiled Brussels sprout. It's crazy. I love sprouts so much. Uh, make you a bit gassy though, so be careful. Okay, someone said, my least favorite thing about Christmas is my parents drinking themselves into a coma. Yeah, I feel like obviously drinking is a really, not for everyone actually, because it's a Christian holiday. I know, like it's a religious holiday. Are you supposed to drink on religious holidays? I don't know. It's not even a religious holiday anymore. I mean, that's probably really offensive because it, it is, but it's just been so commercialized by like, who's commercializing it? You tell me. I don't know, but it's just it's just for everyone these days, isn't it? Christmas. But my parents, like, it, well, yeah, just, just drinking is a huge thing on Christmas Day and for a lot of families. I just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drink on Christmas Day. I don't like drinking around my parents very much especially around like my nan and papa are coming over for christmas dinner like i don't want to be drunk in front of my nan and papa and say something i regret like i get the fear already quite badly when i go out i I know i get the fear when i'm sober like last night if i was fucking going around a party asking people what they're if they could wake up for anything to anything on christmas what they wake up to and i got the fear and i was dead sober so, like, if I was drunk in front of my fucking nana and papa, I would never... I couldn't face them ever again. i just have to say sorry, guys. That that This is it. So, like, I'm not... I'm just not a big drinker if, on Christmas Day at all. Christmas Eve, though. Just catch me on Christmas Eve at the pub. I will be off my rocker. A lot of people are saying, like, Christmas movies, Christmas TV. I haven't... I don't think I haven't watched any Christmas movies this year. I'm not a huge Christmas movie gal. Um... Or Christmas music gal, I'm not really... You know what, it's just... They just do too much. It's played too much from the 1st of November. It's just like constantly at every shop I go into, they're playing it and I'm just like, enough. I've heard the same song every single year. Like, give me something new. I mean, I do like a bit of like an Ariana Grande Christmas tune. I'm I'm impartial. Does I feel like Michael Bublé has some too, but those classics, I've had enough of Jingle Bells. Or what is it, um... I'm not, I was about to start singing on this podcast. It's not, not going to make you listen to that. I'm really sorry. But I am just don't like the classic ones. As for Christmas TV, what? Like, there's like some Christmas specials. There's the Queen's Speech, which will now be the King's Speech for the first time. I'm not going to lie. My family are not watching that. We are Irish. 
<laughs> we're just like not like into the royal family um are they do they actually are they in charge of anything the royal family i don't really know much about them my parents aren't like big like ro- is it a royalist like yeah we're not royalists at all we actually don't really like them <laughs> i can't say that <laughs> no, nothing against them they seem like all right people but i just don't really get it i don't really get the whole royal family thing good for you if you do it it is fun isn't it like the fact that we have a, a, a royal family it feels fun but i just don't really get it so i'm not watching the queen's speech and god love you if you do because i think i've heard maybe in the background once before like we've switched it on just to see what it's all about and it's a wee bit mind-numbing like i already have to listen oh that was so horrible it's worse i already have to listen to old people speak all christmas day like i don't want to add an extra one but i actually love my nan and papa they're actually really like switched on like crazy switched on like they like you like they how old were they they're nearly like 80 i think no they're over 80 and they literally act like 45 year olds which i love so much like they're they're amazing cannot complain about my nan and papa they're the best nan and papa ever like they listen to this podcast i think i they definitely used to but then i think i said some really like rude things not rude but you know what i mean just like profanity and my nana was like that's enough of that I'm not listening to that anymore um but she definitely used to listen to this podcast and like she's like messaging me on Instagram every day and all that I love it I love seeing like like older people switched on using social media and they like just drive around in their car all day and like they go to different coffee shops because like they're obviously retired so they just like go see their friends they go for dinner it's amazing also speaking oh like my papa bought himself like for his, what was his 80th birthday he bought himself a Porsche how girl boss is that like they're fully like they're young speaking of that I'm really 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 excited because in a couple of days I am dropping my car to get serviced might seem like a normal like a normal everyday thing to do but I've never had to do that before and I remember like so when you get when you drop it, your car to get serviced they have to give you like a what's it called a compliment a complimentary car like a like just one that you borrow for the time that your car is in the garage getting fixed and it's usually just like a, a different variation of the car that you're currently no, actually no it's, it's oh, actually no, that. Um, and I remember my parents like they would say oh by the way like I'm picking you up from school today but I'm gonna be in a different car because I'm getting my car serviced and I would just be all day so excited to see what kind of car that they would give my mum as her complimentary car and like every single time I thought all right this time it's gonna be a Lamborghini like obviously it's gonna be a Ferrari this time and I, I would walk out and it wouldn't be, but it was just still so exciting trying to find the car that my mum was going to be in. And I don't know why, but I feel like that happened so much. Like constantly my parents' cars were getting fixed or something or serviced. But I've never had to do that because I've only ever had a car. I've, ha- I've had two cars before, but the first one I sold it after. No, I didn't sell it. I gave it to my mum after a year of owning it. So it, like obviously in that time it didn't really have to get serviced. But this time I've just had my car for about over a year and it needs to go in for its like yearly like is that a service? Is that what's called? I think it's a service. But it's like a Porsche. So I'm dropping my car into the Porsche center and they're gonna give me a por like a different Porsche. Like God knows what it could be. It could be like a fucking like race car. Like I'm just I'm literally like like that is like what I'm most looking forward to this Christmas. <laughs> seeing what car they're gonna give me for a few days like honestly got butterflies in my stomach thinking about it they could give me like a jeep i've never driven a jeep before i think it's crazy that they're just trusting me with this with a porsche like i know i have one but like it doesn't feel like i don't know it's just it's just crazy like the fact that i get to do that i get to go and get a complimentary car for a few days 
is just the most exciting thing that's happened to me in weeks. And I'm, oh, I'm, I'll let you know which kind of car they give me because the opportunities are endless. Like they have so many different ones. They could give me like a really like fast 911. Like that's like my dream car is a 911. Um, and they could give me one of them. Like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm gonna head off now because I actually need to go get ready because I've got a Christmas like party tonight. There's a lot of, like like last night I was like Christmas cocktails. There's a lot of Christmas events in London at the minute, um, and I've got one tonight. So I'm gonna go home and get ready, psych myself up a bit, give myself some new conversation points because I think I need to switch it up after asking everyone last night what they want to wake up to on Christmas Day. Like, I don't think that was really working for me. I mean, I got people talking, it sparked conversation, but. I had to deal with the fucking embarrassment the next day, which is just, I'm not loving it. Like, I literally nearly, like, broke into tears earlier when I was talking about it. So I'm going to think of something different to say. What will I say? Where's your favourite place to go on holiday? That's a great one. Because I'll, I'll be like, oh, this tan? Yeah, sorry, I was just on holiday in Mexico. Um, Love it there. I think it's, like, my favourite place to go on holiday. What about you? Where's your favourite place? That's what I'm going to say tonight. That's my conversation thing for today. In case you needed any inspiration, you can take it from that. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Merry Christmas and thanks so much for listening. Love you. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman. <laughs>